This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, we're holding here in Vayikra. Uh, obviously, Tamar Karbonis are taking up the big part of the parsha. We have seen already the Rambam, Ramban, Rabbi Nebuchai, and so on. We're going to see more Rishonim. They are, each one adds its nuances. Uh, in the big picture, everything is a certain closeness of but we'd rather try to understand a little bit more the nuances, differences. So, on page 596 in the, the Sefer, we have a Balakeda. So he says like this, now, he says, the first thing is we need to understand that the, there's a parallel between the act of Karbanis, which focuses around a food-like um, type of avoda. It's meat, it's brought on a mizbeach, parts of it are eaten, it's wine, it's bread. There are all sorts of elements of food. We find that um, food has a very strange property. It makes the body run. That's not strange. The body is very physical, and therefore you, um, you, know, you, you, you put in fuel and uh, whatever else it is, materials, and the body is good with it. But also the soul hangs on. <coughs> One cannot say since a soul does not eat or drink, so why can't the soul exist even after the body is dead or hasn't eaten. Um, the answer is, whatever it is, food carries in itself a sort of dual property. It physically enhances the goof and allows for the neshama to be there. He says the same thing is true um, about karbanas, he says. It gives a certain shlemus and health, as it were, to the um, to Kala Yisrael so that there can be a Dveik Zakarish so just like when I eat, my body gets, my body receives sustenance, and the neshama lives off that sustenance. The neshama attaches itself. So to Kalal Yisrael, when they do an avod of karbanis, the uh, Akadosh Baruch Hu attaches himself through that. So he says, "V'hu kemiyadua shenefesh hatzula v'misatzemes ba'adam mashalim." So he says, um, just like the neshama itself <coughs> feeds off something else, and he's going to explain in a minute what it is. Um, the, 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 the different elements of the person, the physical and the spiritual, um, are uh, feed off different elements of the food that's coming in. The physical part of the person, what he calls Nevesh Yunis, that's keep it's, it's the actual bread and butter that makes him uh, healthy and well. But he says, 
but the neshama can only um, get something from um, something which exists in the realm of thought, feeling, and so on. So we're going to have two different needs, but they're met in the same act by two different aspects of that act. Next paragraph. He says, within every act of eating that carries within itself a, a, a dimension of mitzvah, then the neshama has sustenance from that dimension of mitzvah. Um, let's, let's give an example. Um, in a very different way. A person is hungry and he goes to a, um, he walks by a store, picks up a, a rat sandwich and, uh, and eats the sandwich. So, he was hungry and now he feels good. Let's take the same person who is hungry and a little lonely and down and he goes to a wedding. And he comes back in very good spirits. So, it, 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 in the in the meal that was served at the wedding, the chicken made him full, um, or maybe smorgasbord, as you wish. And it's the associate elements with that piece of chicken, the company, the music, the, the sense of simcha pervading the whole, the chasenkala provided a boost to his spirit. So on one level, you're right to say that the meal provided him with both physical and emotional nourishment, but you'd really have to sort of um, analyze the meal and divide into its components to explain what each one does. So if a person eats a piece of chicken, then he gets, his body gets sustenance from it. If he eats the chicken with make a brach on it, with surah mitzvah, and so on, his neshama gets the same type of sustenance for itself as the body does. Kachpochel created an intertwining of the two worlds so that the same, the ruchnistika experience of that which is associated with the eating of the, of eating, provides the same nourishment as the eating itself. So he says, um, so those kavanis and those feelings, those understandings will sustain in the Shama. So he says a tremendous pshat is actually a pshat that Chassidim have later adapted with a little bit of different Lashen, but um, we'll say it uh, the way he says it, I guess, and the way Chassidim say it, but it's, it's fascinating that this is actually a place where it says um, it says <coughs> person does not live by bread alone, a person lives by the command of Hashem the Pashtab Shad is that no matter um, that a person's own efforts and a person's own input do not uh, give the person sustenance, like Kaddish Baruch does and so on Chassidim um, say I'll, I'll, I'll say it in the extreme Lashon of the Chassidim, while Tanya says it, and uh, in their Lashon, and the Redakeda says it a little bit more subtly. The, the Baal Tanya says, how can it be that the Neshama gets Hanor from a steak? 
what, what, what an estate could feed in the Shema. So he says, in every food, there is the Dvar Hashem of, that commanded that there shall be behemoths in the world, that this particular animal is, is such and such an animal. Every, every physical being has a Ruch Nistik dimension that went into its creation, and that's called the Pi Hashem. The it's, it's the, it's the Yehi Or that created light. It's, you know, um, it's the Kova Mayan that created oceans and so on. That Dvar Hashem is in everything. The food sustains the body, the physical, the, subs, the physical substance of food sustains the body. The, um, the, the, the Dvar Hashem sustains the Nishama. That is the, um, that's the, the way the Baal describes it. He doesn't quite say it in such vivid language, but he says, means in an wherever there it's 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 the ruchniastic experience that may be associated with that food. If it's a karma, if it's a suddashal mitzvah, there's a bracha on it. And so on, that's that's what If a person eats from a Suda Tam it's it's as if his name is a Basically, let's translate that what he's saying to, into something that's meaningful to us. When we say if a person eats a Sudashem Tam Chacham, so by Chesidim they take it very literally. And so if the Rebbe ate a piece of Kugel, all the Chesidim grab Kugel, and they all um, they all feel this tremendous conclusion so in that piece of kugel. Um, you know, I, I can't I'm not in a position to pass judgment on that. But if I needed to explain this balakeda, it means when a person eats in a suda together with Amaratin, together with very prosta people, then 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 the Ruchnistika dimension of that suda is very down. And the, the Hanor a person has is from the food itself, and that's it, which is not very, very good. But if, the, um, if a person eats a suda of Tamidi Chachamim, which means, um, w- which means that a, 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 um, a person is being nana, a suda of a Tamid Chacham is a suda that has rich spiritual content to it. Um, it, it it's a suda that it, the chicken is the basis for it, but the Devetaira, Devechachma, and Kirvas Alavavos is the content of it. So so when you have that type of Hanor, there you have some experience of Zet Nerem Yes? Is it said in what the Mishnah of Yavalov that People who eat and they don't have their Torah. So correct, correct. Of, of, of course. Well, this correct. means because there's, there's no life force within that um, within that uh, uh, item within that realm. Correct. Um, this is really um, this is really the way the way it's understand it understands it. This is really the way to understand it. How it is that the Shechina remains in Kaisal. It's not because there's food for the Shechina and for Kaisal, it's absurd. It's when 
to have the right kavanas, <laughs> and the, it, it, it evokes a certain desire to be better, that it creates um, the elements needed to keep Shechina Kaiso. So he says, in, in the karbanis are, the, the, the physical platform is food, because that is the koach in, uh, in, 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 um, in our physical world. The ruchnistic platform for that is the 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 of it is the kavanah and the machshavas and so on in it. Okay, um, let's see. The next one is the barbanel, um, and the the the, the point is we'll try to skim through it because they they tend to repeat themselves a bit. He says he he he's seen very soon. The Rabbanel, as usually goes, brings all the sheets beforehand. The Meirich explains what he likes for each one, what he doesn't like for each one. So he says um, that all of the um, all of he brings down a shita that carbonus bring a person closer, and the and the way in which it's brought down is sort of a generic reason that fits all carbonus. In the second paragraph, he says, He says, I don't believe that all korbanis should have the same reason. They are different. And each one should have a more specific detail about what, it, what the meaning is. Um, the the uh, I guess if we we can say the same thing, someone asks you what's the time of mitzvahs. So a person can say, the time of mitzvahs very simple. There's one time to bring you closer to Hashem or to do the bidding of Hashem. Um, I try to deny it, but it's not very informative as to why there's 613 mitzvahs and are they all the same or each one has its own uh, particular nuance of how it does it. Same with korbanos. Korbanos come in different variations. And therefore he says, I would like to divide into three different categories. One is Karma Ola, the second is Chathas and Asham, which both of them are on the, the, the distinction really is, 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 is much more specific. And third of all, and Chasam. And therefore he says, I, need, I would like to give three different um, uh, ways in which each one um, brings across the Hashem. So we'll, we'll, the first one is Behine Tachlus Olahu Ledabek Haneshama Sichlus Imborius Allah. In a, a karma Ola represents a total negation of the physical and a connection. You know, in other words, fire and, and smoke and is something which is total, uh, um, totally so spiritual or non-physical. So a karma Ola. It completely consumes the physical and it leaves only something which is kind of uh, real, kind of um, vapor. It is vapid and, and and so on, and that is karmola um, is to connect the seichel to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There's no eating and drinking with it. There's no chet really associated with it. Ola is called ritzui. So all these elements tell me that an ola is a pure. Avoda of spiritual um, He explains, and he brings this down. He says, you know, it was consumed by a fire, 
So this was the slaughtered animal was totally consumed by the fire, by Nidbak and so on and so forth. And that's why it's called an Ola Torah Al Nefesha Adam Ha It's sort of the part of the person that rises up above. Um with Chazal, skipping down, Ain Ola It says an Ola comes when a person's Aveira is in Hiralev. So even though um, there's there's uh, only Yehure Alev, you know the the uh, a person's Yehure Alev is not it's not an affair on the physical level, but it's it spiritually and pneumistic the person is is lacking something. Maybe does that also come on a bit of a Yeah, <laughs> which a bit of is also it's it's what I could have done. <coughs> An, a bit of an essay is not a physical problem. It's it's a problem. Why didn't you get yourself to do it? It's not what I did. When I ask somebody why didn't you get up this morning, it, 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 I'm really it, it, it's I'm addressing his seichel and rotsen rather than how did you steal? I'm saying your hands did something wrong. And um, if you didn't get up this morning, I don't say your body did something wrong. I said your mind did not do something right. So it's also that type of thing. Um. The, then he says, and he brings all of the different elements, and all of that's a zakhar, and that's kol, and so on and so forth. Then he says, um, next paragraph, being that this is the core person, so a carbon has to be from, it's the person himself. It, it is the closest, a carbon ola is the closest to the atmosphere of a person. I finally, we, I skipped through, he goes through a big arichus, which we skipped here. I want to leave off this piece with the final point of his. He says, so you have different reasons for carbonus. Um, in, the, in the big picture, they all are a certain care of the obviously. But Shlomim is a, um, it comes uh, from the desire to give Imidas and Edibas Valtzol, Shlomim is a type of thing where I, I need to be large, not restrain myself. It's, it's sort of an expense to eat in, you know, I'm still, I'm still dealing in the world of eating, and yet I have room for the, for the Kohanim get food, and everybody eats it. Im Shleimus Hamunis, which is Ola, which teaches us the Neshama of a person, Hishaaris Hanefesh Libuka. And Chatis and Osham teaches a person Hashkacha and Schar and so on and so forth. So we have three things here, two, two or three things. Uh, no, all three things described. There's one more point he makes here that I think is an extraordinary point. Um, could have been a modern psychologist. Umelvat calls that, the last three lines of Abnel. Hoyab is a Te'elas Rab. There's a tremendous Te'elas. One of the problems we have when we do tshuva, since there is no mites associated with it, a sort of bakoshes and viduyim and so on, is we don't have a definitive sense of closure. Um, because anytime something is totally in machshava, um, or even dibur, just like a kinyan, is not consummated until you don't do it. a maisa. A person's sense of a person's sense of things 
it's never it never gets closure until there hasn't been a, a certain mice and and uh, and that's why it's so important for us to be able to incorporate a mice that having done this the Torah now considers you mechuper I, I want to extend this in, in different areas because it's just important let's see what he says here Kibizulas they says imyashos levashem salachlo if a person walks around to feeling I did something terrible, Kachbar will never ever forgive me. What will happen is, and when a person doesn't feel a sense of closure, so first glance you say that's fantastic. Let him know how terrible, how wicked, and that. The answer is no. A person who feels that his sins are still hanging at, at a point says to himself, "Listen, what the, what's the point of it? I'm a sinner. Once I'm going to get him, at least I might as well enjoy this world." It doesn't bring out the good in a person. Karbanis is a gift from HaKadosh Baruch that after my machshava is in place, after I said my video and after I and so on, I can do a maisa and HaKadosh Baruch has said, It's it. It's over. Finished. Um, I, I want to extend a little bit to something else. It, 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 it might seem a bit far afield. It used to, people once upon a time would hit children. And that's considered to be horribly barbaric and so on and so forth. Uh, the only thing civilized is manna says to grown-ups pummeling each other to death in a, in a ring or in a football field but with a child for chinach it's considered to be highly barbaric and we don't do it instead we talk and warn and explain and so on there's a very fascinating b'raiser the b'raiser is in um, the b'raiser so the person should never think the Russians warn a child this mice says somebody warned the child for something wrong. He says, I will yet, you know, get back at you. I will yet punish you for it. And the child committed suicide. doesn't say what age the child was, doesn't say what it was. But the idea is something that's hanging in the air is much worse than it's having been done. Sometimes, you know, when we, when we speak about somebody, somebody does something bad and he sits in jail. And we say he repaid his debt to society. So at first glance, it's absurd. I mean, he didn't owe society five years in jail. Um, he, he, he might have killed somebody. He might have stolen a lot of money. He might have, who knows what. The five years in jail is, I mean, it's not the debt to society. The word death in society is, is kind of a misnomer. But there is, in a sense, the feeling of at least there is an atonement. A miser allows for that sense. And, and it's not only for a person to feel good. We, one might make the point that a person has various chatasinekitamid. But for, for most of us, it is highly counterproductive. Because at the end of the day, the sense of ongoing avera, when a person's suit is sparkling clean, he, he makes an effort to keep it clean. If a person has three stains on a suit, the difference between three stains and six stains is, is, is neg- negligible. No, the, and I certainly have no pride to say, well, right now it's, it looks horrible, but it'll look, it'll look horrendous if, if you have more stains. That, that, that distinction is kind of lost on us, certainly emotionally. So he says over the Tachos of Karbanis was, we were able to live in a period when we could come, bring something, and know that it's over with. And that is an extraordinarily valuable gift to be able to have this feeling, and then we can go on and say, I'm brand new, I'm kadosh, I'm good, and uh, I could be perfect. Okay, just briefly, let's touch on two more 
um, on, on two more points that that Rabbi Nachman would not would we're not going to um, go into it, but briefly it, it's both a Ramban and a Rabbeinu Bechaya that give a Tamo Pi Kabbalah. Um, let me just explain basically in a brief way what they both say. Um, they both point out, and usually as a rule, Rabbeinu Bechaya a lot of times tends to elaborate on Ramban's points. He, he, generally speaking, Rabbeinu Bechaya brings others and elaborates. He says things that sometimes are just the, the, the exact explanation, sometimes a little bit different, but in the same Ruach Hadvar. Rabban points out that you, one is not allowed to use any shame of Hashem in bringing Karbanas except for Yud Kei Vav Kei. You can't use Kale, you can't use Elohim, and so on and so forth. Um, the Rabban Bechaya elaborates on it, and it shows even the name Yud Kei Vav Kei, how you go from the last hate to the vav to the hate to the yud. The point is as follows. Um, when when I um, when I bring when I when the government taxes everything I do and I give tax to the government, in a certain sense, I'm expressing their sovereignty over all those elements that they can tax. The bringing back. The, the races, the, 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 the things to its Shoresh is really what the entire scope of Vodas Hashem is. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is manifest in the Bria in many ways. The first recognition of some divine force um, expresses itself in seeing an Avodah So I look at everything as being its own force. It's, uh, so just like, uh, an, and let's take something now, we're talking about Avodah which is long gone, and we think it's stupid. Let's take something very, very pushy. When we're sitting in base Medrash, and somebody, you know, and there's, there's somebody's money laying around, we wouldn't touch it, and it's wrong, and it's, you know, it's us, and so on. We're in the business, we say, listen, that's how you got to do business. It's, different, it's a different world, and it's got its own dynamics. You don't work on Shabbos, you don't have Parnassah, and so on. Um, you know, medically you're supposed to do X, Y, or Z, which you're not to, or that's what doctors you should do. It's different. It's a different world. Um, the doctor says there's no hope for him, so we don't do anything to treat him. The, 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 each world and each dimension of the world comes with its own dynamics. Quite readily it appears to be divested from God. There's a natural order of things, and within nature God does not appear, and so on. The, the, the big umbrella of all avoda is to sh- to show or to demonstrate or to proclaim at least the the threads that go back to the source. That's what avoda Hashem is all about, and that's called being miyachet shem Hashem. Karbanis is a direct act of saying, Shalom, all that I've accrued, all my feelings, all my heart, and all my understandings are to you." It's an act of so <coughs> giving back, r- connecting everything back to its root. That's why it is, and, and that's why it's so important that it be the pure name of Hashem, because the, 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 the tachos of this avod is to take all the elokims in the world you know, and bring it back to its root. And it's saying it's true in Tfili, not having mechavim to anything but Yudkei Vavkei, 
and even though we understand that we understand that Malachim run many aspects of the world, but we don't worship or, or beseech or do anything like that. So therefore, um, the, the Karbanis all carry that tapas. In, in a nutshell, that's, in, it, there's a lot of, obviously there's a lot of nuances and information, but for us that's, that's quite uh, appropriate to take away from Ben Amachai and Rabbah. Okay.